but mom, I the cookie jar fell over and I was just <laughs> and I caught it with my mouth. I, I caught the jar. <laughs> you know, like it's like, come on. God of the, the simulator or the supreme being. I am not an atheist. I've never been an atheist. I've never people are too afraid to believe that they have control over their own actions. Hi, this is Jeremy. Hey, this is Nick. Hi, this is Robert. Hi, I'm Tirza. This is Cloud of Witnesses. On our series, yes, but... but... You guys were really, really excited about this particular episode. Uh, we want to just ask right off the bat um, that you... Um, you know, hear, hear us with a grain of salt. Um, each one of us are coming this week a fairly... I don't know, I want to say controversial. What would you guys say? It's a it's a hot topic. It's a hot uh, topic. Right yeah. Um, and you know, we want to approach it, of course, from a perspective that is... Um, uh, sober uh, and respectful um, of others. And so, and yet we want to have an honest conversation about it. So yeah, with that in mind, yeah, yeah let's, yeah, let's start this first uh, video. We'll have a couple going. So let me see. It's a massive change in Vatican policy with Vatican officials saying that those seeking God's love and mercy shouldn't be subject to, quote, an exhaustive morale analysis to receive it. However, the Vatican says that this should in no way be confused with the sacrament of marriage between a man and a woman. But the document says that requests for such blessings for same-sex couples should not be denied full stop. Yeah, this um, has been all the talk lately, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, heard a number of people commenting on it. And, uh, you know, we we at our parish, you know, we have a number of people who are former Roman Catholics, people who have left Roman Catholicism and come to Orthodoxy. Um, my first thought was, well, there's going to be a lot more coming, I think, because of decisions like this of, of Rome. Yeah, my, my gut reaction was uh, a small yes and a really big, but why? Which is, it's true. We should not confuse any other kind of union with marriage it should not be confused with marriage the idea of homosexual or gay marriage is it's an oxymoron it's not it, it, you're breaking the definition of what marriage is it's it, it's a sacrament that god has given us so if you break that definition and and they're clear they say look this is not marriage but then the big but why which is well why are you still blessing the other stuff Sure, you said it's not marriage, but then why are you giving the blessing for the other stuff? So it seems very oxymoronic, if that's a term. Yeah, and the, and the uh, news, uh, the, the, the newscaster there, she she uh, started it with saying that this is a massive, a massive change in policy. And when I was listening to that, I go like, yeah, that that really is massive. Um, but it seems kind of it's like massive in disguise, right? That they want to say, yes, this is a big thing, but then, but not really because it's just a blessing and it can't be at mass. So it's kind of, uh, you know, indeed, it's kind of confusing, you know, yes, it's a big change, but is it really? No, it's not really all the way, uh, because all the way would be actually a blessing, uh, or not just a blessing, but it would actually be, um, giving full, you know, the, the uh, ritual, liturgical, a ritual blessing of, of the, the same sex, uh, 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 quote unquote marriage, but that so, but they're not going that far. So, so it's like, okay, well, what are you doing then? And we've read some of the uh, paragraphs in the original uh, statement, and and it is it's confusing. 
Yeah, I'm kind of just along with you guys. My first reaction was, why is this topic of gay marriage even a part of this? Because if it is simply just blessing these individuals as human beings, you know, yeah, okay, you know, you're, you're just wanting to bless them. But why is it even being brought up about gay marriages specifically? Why even bring that up to begin with? Because yeah. to my mind, the reason it's so confusing uh, to some people is that it is a change. You know, Robert, you referred to the fact that, there, you know, some people are referring to this as a monumental shift in doctrine. Right. Um, right. You know, I have in front of me the uh, document, which is called in Latin uh, fiducio supplicans, uh, fiducia supplicans. And in section 31 of, of section three or paragraph 31, excuse me, it says within the horizon outline here, it appears the possibility of blessings of couples in irregular situations and for couples of the same sex. It says explicitly couples and my point couples, is yes. and, the, and the point that's been made you know certainly i'm not alone but by others is before this document existed they could not do that right they couldn't bless couples in that's right marriages now they can so i that's think right if if i think if anyone if a roman catholic is being intellectually honest they have to concede there has been a shift yeah. And or else why or else why make a proclamation for something that didn't change? And that's why That's right. That's why this next clip won't make any sense in this context. So let me share this with you guys. Did the Pope just approve of gay blessings? No. Their union cannot be blessed because their union is disordered. In fact, it is sinful. And so the blessing is for them as persons, as individuals, to live a holier life. But the blessing is not for their union because the union cannot be blessed. So don't listen to those who are saying that the church has approved of blessing the gay union itself. That's just not true. The blessing is for persons to live a holier life and to bring away from any disordered sinful relationship michael lofton he's he's the the little the little kid who gets caught you know doing something wrong stealing cookies out of the cookie jar and he's trying to explain to his mom you know he's like but mom i the cookie jar fell over and i was just <laughs> and i caught it with my back. mouth I, I caught the jar <laughs> you know like it's like come on yeah yeah I, I think he's not being honest at all i mean he says that you know it's it's not blessing the union but but you know there go it, it the, the document the original document talks about the couple not nice. as persons the couple the and the last time I counted a couple, that means two persons. Yes. Two, not one, not individual, two together. And that's what that's what this is all about. So I think he's he's smoking crack on this one. My gut reaction, and I've seen another video by him, and he brings up, I believe, paragraph five, um, in which it says that the individuals are blessed. But I think he's just doing a bunch of pretzel dancing to make it fit into this yeah excuses and, and god bless him and i you know but it's just my my gut reaction is i'm hearing yes and no and no and yes you can't have your cake and eat it which one is it folks right when i he says that it's meant to break up the union or it's supposed to end yeah. the sinfulness but that's is that yeah. really what 
what is happening. Not I don't, at all. I, no, the blessing means that you're yeah. blessing the couple, you're blessing the two people. That's not saying that, hey, you need to repent, you need to change. Right. So I don't think this is helpful. He's definitely speaking out of both sides of his mouth. He's he's saying in one sentence, one thing, and then the very next sentence, something completely different. And he's trying to make it seem like they correlate, but they don't at all. Because it would be amazing if these couples were repenting, but this blessing is actually doing the exact opposite. It's, it's what it really is doing is it's blessing them to continue in their sinfulness as a couple. And so great, you know, like if they're turning away from that sinfulness, what actually isn't needed, that it wouldn't be a blessing that would be needed. It would be repentance. They would be needing to repent and to try to turn away from this sin, not be blessed. You made me think of something here and I, I want to try to get this out to piggyback on what you were saying. Because Nick, earlier you said there has to be this distinction, right, between actual marriage and basically everything else. Yeah. In a way, this decision is, in a sense, equating gay marriage with regular marriage. And hear me out here. Here's how I'm seeing this. This because I got this out of what Tears was just saying. Take a gay couple, okay, two men. They come to church and they want to get a blessing, right? The priest can now do that as a couple, because we just read the language, we'd be happy to read it again. The actual source document calls them a, a gay, a same-sex couple. They get a blessing. And then, of course, there is this talk of, even if Michael Lofton's correct, that there's somehow to bring them to repentance, like any married couple, a real married couple comes and, of course, confesses their sins. And we know that sin occurs and they're fallen people and but they're still married and it's within the, the confines of the marriage. Whereas this is saying even a same sex couple can come to that priest, get a blessing. But as you said, Tirza, they're not having to be repentant of their actual relationship to the point of where they're saying, hey, we're only coming to the church when we've decided to move away from being a couple. I think that's yeah. huge, you guys. It's absolute sophistry to just appeal yes. to this more leftist, you know, woke world where Rome is desperately trying to fit in under Pope Francis. And at the same time, keep it vague enough so that their highly conservative, traditional Roman Catholics aren't going to mm -hmm. completely bail ship. That's, that's my take. Yeah, no, that's the exact game it seems that, that he's playing. As a closer, let me share this last third video of this more moderate Catholic Okay, here we go. But why would that distinction be necessary if this was just for individuals, which we already knew about, they wouldn't have to do that unless they were introducing something new, which they are. And honestly, anybody who is saying that th it doesn't say that, it, this isn't for couples, that you have to read between the lines and understand that this is just for the individuals in a particular relationship, that's going to look more and more dishonest as time goes on, and especially as we see this implemented in practice. So I thought that that was a perfect reply from a Catholic to another Catholic about this whole confusing, this pretzel dance yes, of, yes. of making making them fit. Yeah, I, I totally agree with his take on this. I mean, he, he says that, hey, this will actually be exposed as dishonest. You know, this kind of reinterpretation or, or reading this this declaration uh, as somehow implying that it is for individuals only, you know, that it is only to, for a blessing on a person who happens to be homosexual. I, nor I would say it would be the intent of those who have, have written it and, and because, you know, they wrote it down and they're coming up with all this. 
Yeah. So they're, they're pretty clear that this is for couples. Roman Catholics, one of their key arguments against Eastern Orthodox is they say, Eastern Orthodox, you guys don't even have really a someone to interpret your scriptures for you. There's no arbiter, right? There's no one to tell you, here's how it is. That's why you Orthodox are always kind of loosey-goosey with everything, right? Common argument against Eastern Orthodox from our Roman Catholic brothers and sisters. Jay Dyer makes the point, he's saying, look, Rome actually doesn't fix that problem. Having the Pope doesn't fix that problem. And we're seeing an exact example of it right here. I.e., what I mean by that is, and what Jay Dyer says is, we have to interpret the Pope. Yeah. And you're having Roman Catholics disagree mm. on the interpretation of mm. the Pope and of the papal documents. So it's the same yeah. issue. It's a sola scriptura issue all over again. Very interesting. Interpretation, are you going to believe? Michael Lofton, uh, maybe a more, you know, trad Catholic who's, you know, you're going to take that side? Are you going to just take a, a Roman Catholic who's wearing a, you know, rainbow uh, flag? Who are you going to believe? Yeah. Very interesting. And I think that's a very good metaphor that you that you um, just put, laid out. If I may give my gut reaction, uh, when I saw this Michael Lofton's video, I was like, wait a second, what? <laughs> he flipped the whole thing upside down and said, this is right side up. I was like, what? But then what, I started looking for, okay, what's another, you know, uh, good Catholics take on this? And that exact moment that I just shared with you guys, it almost sounded like he was directly speaking to Michael Lofton word mm. for word, you know? And I was like, well, there you go, folks. Here's another Catholic saying, no, no, no. Pretty sure this is the way they said it. And this is the way they meant it. So anyways, my gut reaction with that third clip is just, it, it seems quite clear that that's exactly what they what they were saying, what the Pope was saying, what the writers were saying. It's showing how dysfunctional, and I'm not trying to pick on Catholics, but it's there if you look at it, that how dysfunctional it is that the Catholics broke off from the Orthodox because once you start changing the theology, where do you stop? It just keeps going. And it's almost like the snowball effect where it's just getting worse yes. and worse and worse. Yeah. Eventually it's just going to keep kind of making all these compromises. And so it it just to me, it, it seems to just be kind of this glaring fact that like, it's, it's never going to end. <laughs> You know, it's it's not an easy thing, of course, that where the Pope finds himself or that the Catholic Church or us, you know, Christians in general. And I, I understand the impulse, right? We want to open our arms to the whole world like Jesus did, right? We want to, we, we, we're, we're not out to make enemies and say, oh, you know, we're not gatekeepers, right? We're not saying, oh, you're going to heaven, you can't, this and that. And we don't want to stack all these requirements on there. The way to go is not to compromise the gospel not to change what what christ taught and how he lived and how he taught his apostles and how the holy tradition you know brought the gospel forth and and showed us how to live and i think with this we're changing it if we're going this route and we're compromising then we're changing things right and 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 that's not how people are going to be transformed and become fully human. That's not how we're going to be full of light and, and love if we're going to change uh, the gospel. I'm concerned that this, you know, may have, you know, dire ramifications down the line. The, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. We are called to love all people, including people 
who are homosexuals, who are practicing homosexuality, we are to love them. But the way the church loves them and the way a clergy would love them is by helping them to repent, to turn around, to, to leave that life of death and sin, which is not just homosexuality, right? Let's That's be right. honest. It's pride, it's gossip, it's all these things, many of which I am guilty of myself. So I, yes. I, I accord with you, Robert, this is not a judgment upon, you know, picking on homosexuals, but rather the role of the church is to help us transform, to be united to Christ, to leave the old man behind us. And to me, the Roman Catholic, this new proclamation, this fiducia supplicants, is actually doing a disservice to yes. those uh, people struggling in homosexuality because it's kind of saying, no, you're okay. Just stay, stay in your sin. It's okay, right? We can, now we can bless you and who knows what's down the road from there. Well, yeah, my last thought was, even though this is taking place in the Catholic church, really in some ways for all Christians, us Orthodox, everyone, it's a trying time because this is a time in which seeds of discord and of temptations to fall away from Christ and truth is is heightened, especially for our Catholic brethren. And I would just say, whether it's quote unquote the straight people or the Christians versus the gays, or it's the trad Catholics versus the liberals, or you know whatever this this quote unquote spectrum, you know, and this dichotomy, whatever it is, and it's multifaceted, Orthodox versus Catholic, right? What we need is love and good witness, and and that I think will help people the most, and not to compromise in in the definitions, right, and the theology at the same time, and and not to give into that slander and that gossip, Jeremy, that you were talking about as well. One thing that I thought was kind of a yes, but moment, you know, just to kind of go back to the theme of this whole part of the podcast is that you know the the Pope was saying that you know we should be inclusive and in including these peoples, but you don't change the church to fit the form of a person. You have to change the person. Christ didn't say, oh yeah, you're sinful. Kind of just keep going in your sin, like whatever. He said, go and sin no more. Again, going back to what I was saying earlier of this repentance, it shouldn't be, oh, we're going to bless you in your sin. You need to go and repent and try to not sin. Just like all of us, no matter what, like you said, Jeremy, all of us sin. I'm thinking of Paul. Um, I believe it's in uh, Corinthians where the individual, I forget the couple, they were sleeping with his mother-in-law. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I forget yeah. what it was. And Paul admonishes them to basically, they have to be taken for, out of the church for a time. And, and the reason for that is so that they would repent, or I don't think it's dissimilar in this current situation. Of course, people who are struggling with homosexual sin absolutely should come to the church as any other and all of us as sinners do come to the church wanting to to turn from our sin the distinction here is is that this document seems to allow them as couples to come for a blessing and i think that you guys is the key distinction here that's uh, gonna cause a lot of problems down the road please let us know your thoughts uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments I want to say, and you know, Nick will reiterate, it helps our channel so much. If you're enjoying this content and you would love more people to have access to it, uh, please like, 
share, subscribe, all the things. Um, it, we would be very, very grateful for it. And uh, we're looking forward to engaging with you in the comments. Indeed. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.